Welcome to the Big Deal Real Estate Podcast, where we talk about things pertaining to Vancouver real estate, its suburbs, and business in general. We also like to bring on people who are kind of a big deal from time to time. I'm your co-host, that Agent Kelly, here with Jarrett White, aka that guy that does mortgages. If you're watching this on YouTube, please like this video and leave us a comment and subscribe. If you're watching this on Spotify, please do the same. Our guest today, Camille Speech. Thanks for coming on, bro. Good try. Was that wasn't it? No. How yeah. does it go? Uh, it's Spitz. Mother's maiden name Swallows. Spitz. Yeah, yeah. Spitz. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, you think that's a joke? It's a classic <laughs> Polish name. Okay. <laughs> we we got to get through this podcast, okay. well, man. We will. So, do you uh, do you want to start by telling the the listeners a little bit about yourself? Uh, I'm a realtor here at Stonehouse Realty. Um, Vancouver resident, my gosh, long-time lover of fun. Um, yeah, I mean, shit, uh, I don't know what else to say. Uh, we, <laughs> I need a snack. What, what, swallows, you like that? No. That's classic. What? <laughs> why, why, why did you get into real estate? I got into real estate, um, so after high school, I actually went to UBC, uh, got my hardware uh, computer science degree, so I was going around, uh, actually I worked for a company that installed, po- well, okay, they installed the they installed the computers that allowed you to communicate with the front desk, whatever else, and of course, you could also order porn off of those computers, right? Uh, or off of, the, off of the TV, and uh, it was a hard job, um, I hated it, uh, not much sympathy, worked alone, and uh, being an only child, I love to talk. So I found the least amount of ingress business with the most amount of capital upside, and that was real estate. Nice. And that's why we're here. And how, and how long ago was that? that it was about into? 12 years ago. 12 years ago? Damn. So you're 11 years in, 12 years in? Yeah, this is, I think this is your, your no, more than that, 2008. Oh, you got in in 08? I got in 08. How did that go? Uh, not good. Uh, I remember I started Roller Page first year. I did zero deals. Uh, zero. zero deals. Uh, then eventually I met Adam. Um, actually, funny story. I applied to be on Sean's team. Sean read my name, said I don't need another girl on my team. <laughs> so then Sean met me at the or uh, Adam met me at the Waves on six and six because Adam was growing his team. I remember him coming in, and Adam hasn't changed in like 25 years. I, I Googled him. I was like, oh, God, he just has like a little more gray hair. He ended up walking in. Um, wouldn't even buy me a copy, cheap fuck. And uh, uh, yeah, then he said, hey, come down to my house, start calling. So I started calling. Um, yeah, fuck. Uh, that was at his house at the time before uh, he got cut in half. And then, um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, a, a divorce is what I'm Divorce, yeah. A, a, a divorce. I, I, I got you, I got D-I-V-O-R-C. you. <laughs> so how did, uh, like, what, obviously, I, I know you now, today, sure. right? Successful guy, see you on the phone all day long, sure. making 50, 75 cold calls a day to mm-hmm. this day, 12 years in the business. Yes. When did you blow up? Like, when did things start taking off for you? And, like, how, <clears throat> how did you get there? Uh, it, it took a while. I, I'm not a quick learner. Um, and it was commitment. Um, as soon as I started committing to going to workshops every year, like three or four, as soon as I start committing to learning how to um, close, because it, it is an art. It's a skill. 
Um, yeah. you, you you don't wake up, and, and and some people are naturally charismatic, but that doesn't mean that you know how to close. Right. That doesn't mean you know how to handle someone's uh, uh, sort of concerns. Um, empathy was a big one for me to learn. Um, you know, it's like, well, just buy a house, like big fucking deal. Like if the house goes down, like in Maine Hastings, there's a lot of room. Obviously, looking forward, there's now not a lot of room. Um, there's just a big barter system down there. But um, uh, you know, it was it was it was really a matter of learning the craft, and then once I did that, then then things really started moving, and and um, you know, now Adam and I run a team. We have 26 agents on the team. Um, you know, we do a lot of training with them, and. Yeah. So, so you swear by cold calling that will be and is your main source of oh, 100%, lead gen? 100%. If I show up to someone's house, they're not opening the door for me. Um, yeah. I am the ugliest girl with an Adam's <laughs> apple they'll ever fucking talk to. Um, there's no way they're talking to me. So, so you know, I'm not Connor. Um, they're, you know, I mean, cold calling is the best way you can roll the amount of clients. I mean, in BC, you can't door knock every day. Right, it's yeah. pissing rain, you know, and and I, I'm, you know, I have to be wearing a suit. I have to be whatever. Um, I think it's just professionalism, and that's just yeah. And you, and you can dial it more phone numbers than you can knock doors Absolutely. easily. So, and and when you're building a team, and I'm sure Connor can sort of relate to this, when you're building a team, the best way to get your guys to be effective is by calling. Yeah. Because it's easier to get someone in an office sitting down calling with a coffee next to them than it is to ask them to go door knocking every day. Door knocking is scarier. You yeah. have to talk to the person. They see you. Sometimes they you know, have choice words for you. They tell you to buzz off. Um, it's, it's a lot less dynamic when you're calling because yeah. you can slow down the pace than if you're face-to-face. -face. Mm -hmm. And it's also a team environment sometimes where even if someone does tell you to screw off, like yeah. you just joke around with it or whatever, yeah. on, on to the next one, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's more tangible too. Like you can actually see the results right before your eyes when you're calling. You know how many calls you made, yep. who picked up the phone, the good conversations. Yep. And as a team leader, I think it's, it's easier to not so much just be a boss, to people, but to right. be a leader, right? Because right. you're like, hey, I'm making these calls. Right. Why aren't you making these calls, right? Well, it, yeah, I mean, you, those who can't teach, and that's sort of where I am right now, uh, there's guys on our team who are just killers, uh, girls and guys. Um, they do ton of deals, and, and, and what's amazing about calling is you learn something every day. Like someone is, uh, you know, we have Andrea on our team who's unbelievably empathetic. She's unbelievably like... Um, she she used to work as a as a sort of a counselor for the for the government of Canada, but she is really 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 good. Um, she has a ton of knowledge, a ton of space, uh, like a ton of headspace uh, uh, in the area. So, I think calling is something you can you can sort of you can build a business no matter what sales platform you're in. You know, like if you're business to business, you're not yeah. going to you're not going to call. Uh, um, or you're not going to door knock every business, you're not going to whatever, but you can call, right? Yeah. So even if these guys quit and they don't become real estate agents, they'll become something else. Whatever. Sales related. Right, right. It's on my phone. Sales. The, the permanent sales skill. Well, well, that's that's exactly yeah. it, right? So it's just one of those things that if, if we have, um, you know, and, and I don't expect these guys to be on our team forever. Actually, I don't want them to be on the team forever. Even the guys who are making Adam and I 60, 70 grand a year. Yeah. Right, I want to see them go off. Right, yeah, yeah. nothing, nothing is better than than having one of these guys, and I want them to be bigger than the team, bigger than us, bigger than whatever. Right, yeah. it's it's it 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 shows that you've actually done something. 
right? You've done something positive in the business. And I think that's, you know, if, if you come from a place of gratitude, you come from a place of um, showing these guys that, that they can do it on their own, that's awesome. I mean, Tristan is probably the best, you know, not that Tristan needed us, right? But but he learned the core, he understood how to close, and now, you know, he, he makes half a million bucks a year, Yeah. right? He's, yeah. he's you know, he's an amazing example of how, how you know, and plus he's dreamy as fuck. I mean, let's just get that yeah. straight. The guy can bench like dreamy. fucking a thousand pounds. <laughs> yeah. I bet. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> Tristan's girlfriend, watch out. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Uh, you're obviously like one of the more unconventional realtors that I know of. Like you dress like a conventional realtor. Sure. But your Walmart sales too. approach is very unconventional. Have you ran into issues with that? Oh yeah. Uh, so know your tribe, right? Uh, the the God fearing, rule obeying person is not going to be my client. Yeah. And I'm I'm okay with that. And you know what? When I started, I wanted everyone to be my client, and that that doesn't work, no. right? The the um, I'm really good with old people, right? Because again, I I I grew up Catholic, so I do have that fear of God. Um, but I'm also like I'm the you know, heavy drinking, hockey watching, gutter swearing. That that's my client, right? Know your tribe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you're they're all buying a, you're just a Canadian dude. Oh shit, and they're buying two hundred, three hundred thousand dollar properties all day long. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. So what mindset has gotten you like you come into the office like I hate calling. Yeah. What is the mindset that has allowed you to succeed, make these calls every single day? Just the results probably. I guess being married, right? You gotta leave the house. Um, and then, I mean, you, you, you do, right? Uh, uh, nobody wants to see their significant other every day. But in all honesty, it, 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 it's just one of those things where, I, so I'm, I'm not overly empathetic to the, um, I don't know if it's a millennial mindset or whatever it is, where it's like, oh, I've got to really like what I do or whatever. You just do it. I mean, the guy who digs shit every day, I'm sure he doesn't fucking like his job, you know, but he digs shit every day because otherwise the shit just floats on top of the ground. You know what I'm saying? Like, like someone's gonna be mad that the shit's floating on top, so they'll just hire another shit digger, right? So, so I mean, at the end of the day, if I don't come in and I don't make these calls, Adam's just gonna hire someone else, and I, yeah. I would expect them to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like you know, my old man, like uh, he's just he's just classic. He's like, well, whatever. I I work in a garage. I'll die in a garage. It's like that's cool to me. I like yeah. that. Yeah. You know, yeah. not that I want to see my old man die, but you know, just. It happens. All right, fuck. I, I guess I take him out of his misery. <laughs> <laughs> so Love how, you, Dad. How many deals this year? Uh, probably do about eighty-five to ninety. Sheesh! Yeah. Wow. Yeah, about eighty-five. Are you scaling back on marketing right now? Or are you going balls deep? Oh, balls deep. My yeah. Gosh, when people regress, you progress. Right. That's yeah. just that's just simple. Uh, uh, I mean, it's just classic economics. When when everyone pulls back and doesn't want to do it you do three, four, five times as much, Yeah. right? Because it's just, you have an empty void. Like the way I look at it, everyone's complaining about the market being 46% down. I see a 54% opportunity. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Everyone's yeah. complaining, oh my God, the market's down, oh my God. We make so much money as real estate agents. Let's get that straight. There's no, there's no business, you know, uh, 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 ever that a degenerate like me Espelon uh, tequila could possibly make this much money, right? Dress in nice suits, go have caviar. I mean, it's just, you know, the fact that real estate agents are complaining about this thing is crazy. 
It's just absolutely nuts, right? There's so much business out there. There's so much whatever, but it's a matter of being diligent. It's a matter of whatever, you know, and, and, and like anything else, um, I'm a big Grand Cardone guy, 10X everything, right? Yeah. You know, yep. if, if, if you're a drug user, use all the fentanyl. Right. Just fucking go balls deep, right? Have two straws in your nose. Why one? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hundred right. percent. Absolutely. Well, that 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 that's no the point in half assing. No point in half asking it. You're gonna 100%. do it. Fucking have two naloxone right? <laughs> Why do you think most real estate agents fail? Jared can't even do this podcast, <laughs> right? He's losing his mind over there. I, I, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that it's really easy. So I went to a high school at, at Thomas Haney, and you didn't have any teachers. Yeah, I know that school very right. well. So you didn't have any teachers, and it's changed now. And I think we went to school like four times because we were always down in the dugout drinking white lightning. It's all self-paced. It's you all self-paced. You get your schedule and you just do, the, do your thing. So you just did it. So that school was probably the best reason, I guess, I'm diligent because it reminds me of school, right? So it's like, well, you have to get up. You got to do your homework. You got to get it done because otherwise you don't graduate. And I had, you know, I had motherfucking friends who were in grade 15. Right? We had one guy in grade 16. If he made it, we were going to buy 16 kegs. Anyway, the motherfucker graduated. What an asshole. You know? <laughs> but anyway, beyond that, uh, it, it, I, I think you don't show up. And I think it's really easy to stay at home. I think it's really easy to want to call from home. But you have so many distractions at home. I've got two dogs. I've got my wife. I've got... Nice platinum screen TV. I've got... No, I've, I've got a small TV. My wife won't let me get a big one. She, she drives a many, RAV4 too, actually. Not anymore. Oh, you got a new oh, car? Oh, buddy. What did you I, get I, now? I bought a 2023 Forerunner the other day. It's right Ooh, out front. I'll nice. show it to you after. Yeah, yeah. It's nice, big red. Yeah, yeah. Matches, I need a car too. Matches right. my personality nice yeah. and loud, right? That's sick. Um, But yeah, no, no. I mean, for, for forever, I drove a 2012 RAV4 for since 2012. 20, Right? Wow, three hundred k. I never had a car. Uh, never, never had this. You know, I'm not a super flashy guy. Um, I guess I spend a lot of money on food, but that's just because of fat. Food and booze. Food and booze. Yeah. I like expensive booze. Yeah. Right, because it feels better when you're hungover on something pricier. Right. You know what I mean? Like it just it. You know, the hangover was worth it. <laughs> you know, because you. I'm assuming the night before I had a good time. Right. Right. Yeah, There's yeah. an assumption there. It's like, fuck, I probably had a good time. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, no, but I mean, I think uh, I think a lot of people fail because they just don't show up. And, and it's tough to play hockey if you don't get to the rink. Right. Right. It's just that easy. Yeah. Totally. Right? And, and I mean, you can probably say this. Uh, everybody who shows up, probably your office too, the guys who are there every day are probably the guys who are top five every month. We stopped doing top three at the at the office here because we're all fucking 20, 21st century cucks and we can't have fucking top three because it offends the bottom 200, right? I won't say everyone's name, but... Uh, now you need at least a top five. Need top, top five. Money. should be top one, okay? <laughs> the top fucking person, they get the fucking office, they get to drink, they get to swear, they get to do whatever they want for one month. And then we reset. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I know. Fuck. I anyway, agree, man. Buddy. If you ain't first, you're last. Oh, classic Grant Cardone book. Right, yeah. right. Grant, if you're listening. So how big's the team right now? And are you, you're the team lead, basically. You and Adam, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I Adam's sort of like a figurehead, like the queen. Okay. Right, right. He's there. <laughs> um, uh, he'll soon be dead. Um, and, and, you know, uh, 
I essentially take care of the team. I train, whatever else. We have a couple of managers. They 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 handle most of the, um, uh, you know, sort of the day to day kind of things. But yeah, I mean, eventually, I'd like to get out of real estate and go straight into training. Yeah, like That's coaching? The, uh, no, not coaching. Training. What do you mean training? So I would go to businesses like auto dealerships. I go to businesses like f- furniture stores if they exist right. in ten years. Just um, sales training in general. Sales training in general. I love the art of sales. Right. The 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 thought of manipulation. Like I was a big Star Wars fan growing up, and the older I get, I don't think Jedi mind tricks are a thing. Right. So this is the closest thing I can get to that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like this yeah. is the closest I can get to manipulate someone. Right? I'm, I'm a Jerry Jones kind of guy. I want to see a thousand people drink that Kool-Aid and I'm just there watching. While everyone's falling, right? I mean, that's, that's sort of the thing. Right? No, not that I want to be a cult leader. I just, I don't think I can live in the bush. I'm a city boy. Right? right? But I mean, you know, there's, 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 this is like the Nexium cult. That was a big thing, right? Although I'm not into like violence. Like if it's just going to be, it's just going to be straight poison. Like you're going to die. Right? But I don't want you, I, I, don't, I don't want you to feel anything. Right? That's sort of the, that's sort of the thought. It's very generous. I right. Know. Well, it, it, listen, I'm a, I'm a just God, right? Right, right. right. Okay, moving on. Where do you where do you think the market's going? Uh, well, six months and two years. Six months, we'll see a correction. It's slow um, right now. BC's bringing in a hundred thousand immigrants a year, and and remember, Canada is not a country like the states or other countries. When you come here, like if you're coming from South, our our biggest population is coming from South Asia or China, right? Let's just get that straight. So if you're coming here from South Asia or China, you have money. If you're over the age of 40, you need half a million in net worth in order to enter the country. Really? Yes. That's a real... That's a real figure. So anybody coming here has money, right? Let's get that straight. And, And I mean, the South Asian population, the Chinese population, they understand the need to own land because, I mean, what, there's, there's 67 billion of them over there. Right? Um, right. Anyway, the numbers might be off, <laughs> but 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 there's 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 a lot of them over there, right? And in all fairness, I mean, we have not only the space, we also have the best commodity in the 21st and 22nd century, water. We have 20% of the world's fresh water. Canada will have the ability to have a growing population for the next 200 years, right? So, and and not only that, think of. All the little old grannies or people who are 45, 50, and they're cash poor but house rich. All of a sudden, everything goes down by half. Mm. How will the government be able to subsidize all the people? Again, we all agreed there's not much room on Maine and Hastings. All of a sudden, grandma's going to be selling her fucking cat food, right, to pay for rent. Oh, right? Like, like you know, she's not going to go there, sell her fucking cat food, barter system-wise. You know, one of the 20-year-old junkies is going to knock her in the head. <laughs> Poor grandma, right? Gertrude, no. Right? So, I mean, it's just one of those things. Uh, it, the government won't be able to. It's sort of like a bank in the States. They're too big to fail. Yeah. Right? It, it, yeah. it, 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 it won't happen. Everyone wants it to crash. And, and should every BC resident be allowed to buy property? Yes. The n- world will tell you no. You know? Uh, and, and, and you can buy property. Just maybe not here. And I know that's an unpopular opinion, I know. Oh, I'm getting blasted on TikTok oh, for it right buddy. now. Oh, <laughs> buddy, and that's okay. And, and unfortunately, nobody wants to hear the truth. Everybody wants subsidized housing and all that. And they can make it, right? But where? I mean, should subsidized housing be in False Creek like it used to be? Yeah. No. 
I mean, False Creek is beautiful, right? False Creek used to be a dump. That's why it was subsidized housing. Like literally we used to bury our garbage there. Then we moved it down to where the river district is now. We used to bury our garbage there. Now we're in Cache Creek. Eventually Cache Creek is gonna be like, hey, this place ain't bad. Then Prince George, we're burying our I mean, we're just moving things around. Yeah. Right? So it just waterfalls down. That's all. So the, in the so in the short term, not looking too good. But in the macro, there's no way that it can't it can sustain just keep going down and down and down with all the things that Canada has going for it. Buddy, if that happens, I'm going to Sean's house. He has like 40 guns. Okay, he lives out in the woods. There's fucking bears there. We'll train them like Russian motherfuckers do. Right? We'll like barricade the street. Right? You yeah. ever seen a you ever seen a car hit a bear? World star, baby. Search it, like fucking I've heard nuts. That in a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty hip with it. Yeah, right? is yeah. MySpace still a thing? No, no. no I had to blockbuster not. after this. Yeah, I have. I've actually never heard a lot of people talk about uh, the commodities that we have here in Canada. I remember, um, I think it was Kevin O'Leary said, not to get political, but there's a part of this that's I love objectively true. Uh, he was like, Canada is the richest country in the world, <clears throat> ran by a bunch of idiots. And what he meant is we have the most commodities in the world here. Resource-wise. Right? And, and, you know, uh, so right now, uh, here's what I think is going to happen one day. We'll end up having, so with polar ice caps melting and the Panama Canal being the largest sort of transport hub and entry through sort of the Atlantic to the Pacific Ocean, eventually with the ice melting, we'll have ships heading over north and then they'll land in Vancouver's Harbor. So instead of heading through the Panama Canal, because the Panama Canal can only handle two ships at once, right? And over 300 ships try to get mm -hmm. there through every day. What'll happen is they'll take the northern route, they'll take that, and they'll come down. If that happens, that'll be the richest, will be the richest country in the world because every ship that comes through has to pay Canada. Hmm. That'll be the way the shipping route goes. If that happens, we will be trillion dollars just in that. Wow. Right? I've never heard anybody talk about that. that that's exactly what's going to happen, right? As 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 geography uh, geography geography shifts, right? As as and, and and fuck at that point, we're on global warming, right? That's why I bought the big fucking ref or the big uh, forerunner. I'm helping Canadians make more money here by burning more fossil fuels, right? <laughs> You're too good, Camille. <laughs> okay. Do you have any quotes that you think of from time to time? And they don't have to be quotes. They can just be like a saying. Do you have anything that you kind of bring up time to time that like kind of pops up in your head? Uh, you said one earlier, Grant Cardone one. Oh, like, quote. okay. Well, I mean, my, fail, my favorite sales quote is you can't be a pimp and a prostitute. Um, can you dive deeper into that? Or yeah, I mean, like, like a, you know, the, the, the seller who wants $2 million for their house, but they won't pay 500000 for the condo. Right. Well, yeah. fuck me. You know, like, like uh, at some point you got to get hit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, you got to have a guy with a feather in his hat, you know, <laughs> nice long leather jacket. Yeah. It's like 60s pimps. Where the fuck have I been? I don't listen to a lot of rap music. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We uh, have, uh, we have three, three questions we normally ask. Okay. See if you can dive into them. Sure. Um, what do you think your greatest strength would be? Humor. Humor. Yeah, the fact that I don't let a lot of things bug me. Um, uh, I tend to dissolve because because I'm weak. I am unbelievably weak, and so many times I go to the Roxy or these places and some the shortest Vietnamese guy with I'm sure a blade wants to fight me, right? And I will disarm him just by being loud, obnoxious, and and you know 
I guess John Candy esque, right? Right. That that's my thing. So I think humor is the biggest thing, and I think you know, in in today's world, shit, especially today's climate, I think it's fun to laugh. Yeah. I mean, when was the last time you saw a comedy? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like a comedy movie. I think I think humor is probably my greatest uh, sort of asset. I yeah. know. Me and you are working on that deal. We're nightmare deal. Oh, Every, awful. Everybody was going to get sued in this deal. Awful. We're three months deep into getting extensions on this deal. Everything is bad. The oh. overall moral, morale is bad. bad. Yeah. And this guy's still cracking jokes on the phone when he calls me. It's like it's not even happening. Well, I mean, listen, you, you, you can't change what is happening around you. I mean, you know, who am I? I'm in the bottom of the rung. You know what I'm saying? Like, if there's a totem pole, I'm fucking underground. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even yeah. on the fucking piece of wood. Right? My face isn't even there. The weird face that looks at you like a hawk or whatever it is. Anyway, obviously, I've looked at, like, two total poles in my life. They were pictures, too. Um, and, 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 and you know, it's, it's, you can't change the things around you, but you can change your, your mood, your personality. And, 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 you know, how many times have you think about a partnership or, or, you know, you go home, you see your wife. If you're in a bad mood, guess who's going to be in a bad mood? Very true. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. If you're in a good mood, I fucking hate Indian food looks like shit like it looks like dog shit i just I, I can't eat it but my wife loves it and i will humor her and i will go and i'll just eat fucking seven thousand pieces of non bread <laughs> you know what i'm saying i will eat seven thousand because i love her yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah i do i will fucking eat so much non do you have that uh green curry sauce right <laughs> That's what you do. I mean, it's just, you know, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. That has nothing to do. Apparently, I'm hungry. Okay, we'll see how you can answer this one because um, everyone kind of has an odd answer for sure. it. But um, if you could be the best at anything in the world, what would it be? At anything. You're instantly the best. Astronaut, rapper. Um, instantly successful. Instantly mega successful at any type of job or anything you do. I think you should be like a Seth Rogen comedian. No, I can't. I can't. Stand-up comedian. I smoke way more weed than Seth. Um, uh, uh, I no. See, comedians are actually funny. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm topically funny. Like, you know, we're we're somewhere. I'll I'll say a funny joke. But but comedians are really funny. It's, like, it's funny because you're so in the moment with it, but right. it's not thought up and written down funny. Right, and and that is impossible. I would love to try stand-up. My biggest fear is that it doesn't work, and I will never tell a joke again. And then I fucking move to like Dublin, and I become a fucking priest. And then all of a sudden, watch out, kids, daddy's home, right? That's the fucking worst thing that happens. But being good, like being good at something right away, I don't know. I've I've won a drinking contest before. Like I'm pretty good at that. Like I know how to I know how to metabolize booze. But what would you want to be the best at? We're not, saying, we're not, we're not saying. We're, so I'd love to be a comic. <laughs> okay. I'd love to be a comic. Right. Okay. Like one day I'd love to go into comedy, whatever else. But I just I don't have the wherewithal. Um, yeah, but uh, you instantly have that in this scenario. Yeah, I know. But 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 then you know, I, I, it would it goes be like back to the Dublin priest thing. Well, it goes back to Dublin priest. I mean, I guess I could like. And, Oh, fuck the priest thing. We're so, saying that you're you're automatically the, the most famous, the best. Oh, okay. Comedian. Well, okay. So if that's the case, yeah. Com- okay. okay. I would I would absolutely move into comedy and not movies. I don't want to be Seth Rogen or whatever. I, although I did watch Twenty One Jump Street again last night. It was a fucking great movie. Super bad. Super. Oh, he bad. wasn't even in Super Bad. That was uh, Jonah Hill. No, oh, but I mean, he wrote it. 
Oh, he, he did. Yeah, it. yeah, he wrote it. They're I didn't all, even know that. Yeah, yeah, they're all they're all him they're and all uh, his, Evan it's about his it's, child, it's about his childhood yeah. friends. No way. And I guess his childhood like friends live one. in Vancouver. Is he from Vancouver? Yeah, yeah. that's he, why he his voice. Great. His that's voice was on the Sky Train. He was telling like the people the stops for like the longest time. What? His production company is called Point Great Productions. No way. He went to Sir. What's the fucking Sir Charles Tupper something out there? Like a high school? Yeah, that's the high school out there. So he went there. They're 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 all they're all like from kids. That kind of makes sense. Yeah, yeah he's got like that Vancouver van- yeah, vibe. He kind of seems like a Vancouver yeah. guy. Yeah, he lives that. in Vancouver. Because an old coworker of mine, um, his sisters, oh no no his his brothers, his brother's wife is the sister of the the real life McLovin, that lives in Vancouver. Oh, right. Yeah, that's cool. Crazy. Poor guy. <laughs> God got the shit out of the stick. <laughs> where where do you see yourself in five years? Five years, shit. Um I mean hopefully the team's going well. Um I know my wife wants to get in like Airbnb kind of stuff. Uh I know we had an awful Airbnb thing, so I won't go into that. Um I think I'd like to start training. Like, I'd like to start sales training. I really like helping people out. I think if you put a positive foot out there, good things happen. Plus, I mean, I tell a lot of awful jokes um, at the expense of others because I think that's very funny. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm the old school high school guy. Where it's like, you know, you call the guy a nerd and punch him in the face. Right. I think that's funny. It's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Like, like fuck him for Most being a nerd. Right. Well, that's it, right? Just so, not for them. But for everybody else, it's like twice as funny. Again, not me. Yeah. Right? Uh, so it's just one of those things, right? But no, I mean, in five years, I see myself hopefully opening up that. Um, I would also like to open up a distillery. Nice. Right. So yeah. that's, that's, that's the goal. My thought is during the pandemic, I drank a lot. And then I saw the amount of alcoholics that were produced throughout the um, pandemic. So using stats and figures, being a type A personality, during good times, people drink. During bad times, people double up. Right. Right. And we're in bad times. So you can't lose. And we're in bad times. Yeah. And plus, I mean, you know, if it's just like, well, Camille, we're just going to have a drink or two. We're going to get a case of vodka. Pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 100%. But I mean, uh, also, I'd like to be a restaurateur one day. A um, restaurant what? Restaurateur. Tour? Restaurateur. A restaurateur. A restaurateur. A man who, or a person who owns restaurants. Okay. Right. That's called a restaurateur. A restaurateur. Huh. I would have just said restaurant owner. A restaurant owner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's not the word. It's a restaurant tour. A restaurant tour. When it's you French. said that, I thought you meant you would travel oh, to different French. restaurants. No, 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 no. Uh, I look like dog shit. I, I eat enough. But. Um, no, I'd like to, you know, service is a big thing. I think right. service service is senior to selling. Right. Right? If you offer good service, you offer whatever, um, I would, you know, um, I don't know if you've ever been to Blue Water Cafe downtown. Never. That's Every time place. I'm with you, you never finish your food, though. I don't. Never. I can't in the morning unless I smoke pot. <laughs> that's, that's, that, it, it's been like that. So I have been... Uh, avid cannabis user since I was about 15. Right. Right? Yeah. And and unfortunately, after so often, you can't do something unless you do something. 
Right. Right. And I'm a big promoter of it. Um, even my mom uses it now, who was super against it the amount of times she found my bongs or whatever else and thought I was using opium. Um, that's a true story. I'll tell you that one day. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, uh, uh, it's, 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 your body gets used to it. But anyway, uh, tonight you'll see me eat 6,000 pieces of something. Yeah, we're going to the Vancouver Club. We are. So everybody yeah. knows. Plug. Yeah. Word up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what are you most proud of in your life, man? Um, I'm most proud of, well, recently I bought my parents a condo. That was super cool because cool. my, my dad and mom had done everything for me. They worked shit jobs for so long. My old man was a screen printer when, when billboards and everything were a thing and robots weren't printing it. He fucked up his body doing it. Like his arms don't work. Um, my mom has worked super fucking hard for shit jobs pretty much her whole life. Um, so I'm super proud of that. I'm super proud of my relationship with my wife. I mean, 10 years. Um, oh, I think wow. that's, yeah, I think that's a long time. Uh, she's put up with a ton of shit. Um, and when I met her, I mean, we weren't successful at all. We were living paycheck to paycheck, had to like, you know, whatever else. Even during the start of the pandemic, I did three shifts that skipped the dishes, believe it or not. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Because I was like, shit, I don't have any money coming in. Right. Um, so I, I, I figured that. And then after a while, things kind of started getting better. But yeah, I, I, I think proudest is the people around me are happy. Right. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you can't take care of the world. Again, there's 68 billion people in the world. How the fuck am I going to take care of all of them? Right. Yeah. But you can take care of the people around you. You can make sure everybody around you, you can do your best to be in good spirits. And that is tough. I am often in bad moods, and then I get home and my wife changes that. So I'm, I'm, I guess I'm most proud that you know, um, you got good people around. Good you. people around me, right? I think a good, like anything else, a good core, a good yeah. team, right? In yeah. business, personally, uh, friendship-wise, I still have friends like, you know, Damien. I've been friends with him for 25 years. Uh, we know each other in and out. Like that's, that's huge. How many people can say that? Yeah. Right? Not a lot of people. So um, I think the fact that for whatever reason something has worked, right, then it's good. Awesome. Right. All right, man. You got the floor. What do you say to all the listeners out there? Word of advice, anything? Well, I don't want to give advice. I hate giving advice. Um, if you want to be a real estate agent, um, you're a masochist. Um, if you want to... I don't know. I, fuck. I, what does everyone else said? I'll just repeat what uh, ju Judge said. What did Judge say? <laughs> he said, be you. I'll be you. That's fucking stupid, Judge. Um, fucking you know, tag him in this. Um, um, I don't know. Like, fuck. I, well, but it, it's actually Judge. Judge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. I don't have that tongue. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, what would you guys say? Face your fears, some, some something like that, and then I might I like elaborate on it a little bit. Okay, well elaborate on it a little bit. It's your okay. podcast. Okay, all right. Face your fears. Um, fear is usually an indicator that once you're scared of something, you should probably move towards whatever it is you're scared of. If you're scared of something, that's usually your your growth zone. You're gonna grow once you move towards that fear. And if you just spend your life chasing fears, you probably won't have to work as hard. A lot of people are willing to work hard. Most people aren't willing to face their fears. I agree with that. And, and fears are tough. Like uh, uh, past failures will always indicate what you're willing or not willing to do in the future. Yeah. 
right? And I've had a ton of past failures. Shit, when I got into real estate, I had 32 grand in credit card debt. Yeah, that's almost the same story for me. Yeah, because I like to party at the Roxy. I once bought everybody at the Roxy a shot. Everybody. What did did that come out to? It was like, at that time, it was like 1,800 bucks. I had zero dollars. Oh, my God. I was going to college. So I got, okay, I fucking turned 19. First thing they do is give me a $50,000 credit card. Fuck you, Visa. Oh, my God. $50,000, right? I had two straws in my nose. Right? (laughs) Like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, are you kidding me? $50,000? So they give me $50,000. It was game seven when the Canucks played Boston. and finally, no, uh, Chicago. Oh, okay. When Burroughs oh, scored yeah, the yeah. goal. Oh, I was, at the Ro- I, was, I was at the Roxy. I was with a guy who, I think he's dead now. He might have overdosed. Anyway, it really doesn't matter. Um, uh, it, anyway, I was like, I'm buying the bar shot. Fucking said as soon as the like words left my mouth, I was like, "Oh, fucking regret." And of course, at the time I was single, I was like, "I'm gonna leave tonight." Didn't happen. Right? <laughs> I went home solo missionary all night. Right? Like fucking face down on the bed. Right? Slept on crusty sheets, crumbed everywhere. It was awful. It was awful. But I mean, it was eight, it was like eighteen hundred bucks, and 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 yeah. Anyway, uh, so by the time I met Adam. It was, I was like 32 grand in debt. Oh my God. 32 grand in debt. And then I paid it off. And I remember when I went to the bank with a bank, uh, with a check, because I had closed like whatever deals. I went, I paid it off. It felt unbelievable. I've never had that feeling ever since. Because it's on your back. Yeah. Like my credit score at the time was like 500. Would you no. lend me half a million no. dollars for 500 no. credit? A B-Lender would. Uh, buddy, not even a B-Lender. B-Lender would be like, Yeah, mm. they, they can go as low as 500. Shit. Okay, well, I had like 500 credit. It was awful. It was awful. And then I paid it off, and it jumped up to like 750. I was like, fuck this system. Yeah. Like, w- what the fuck? Like, yeah. I was I was an awful, awful creditor. Right? And then all of a sudden, you're, 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 you're like, now, hey, it's cool. We'll now, you're an, now you're an AAA uh, lendy. I've never been AAA. Yeah. Not yet. Anyways, we're probably, if we ever do get monetized, we're getting demonetized for this episode. No, no, no. You, uh, Espon uh, Tequila. That's right. That's, pure, 100% pure agave. Right. That's the Taste same, the flower. Yeah, that's, yeah, the, that's, that's, that's the classic. Yeah, yeah. Product yeah. of Mexico. I mean, they'd be happy, buddy. This is, this is the most exposure they've gotten. It's nice. Oh, buddy. Yeah. Right. I'm not a tequila guy, but that's nice. It's a, it's a very uh, cost-effective tequila for, 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 uh, for the snap. Right. I couldn't afford the Casamigos today. <laughs> Anyways, bro. <laughs> thanks for coming on, man. No worries, man. Yeah. yeah Jared? Thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck? The Could crusty really bed sheets. Unbelievable. <laughs> thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you on the next one. Peace.